Matthew 14, 22 to 36 is the scripture this morning. Immediately he made the disciples get into a boat and go on ahead to the other side while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone. But by this time the boat, battered by the waves, was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning, he came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It's a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and began sinking. He cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to the land at Gennesaret, after the people of, their, of that place recognized him, they sent him to that whole surrounding region, and people brought all who were sick to him and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. Anybody excited about Halloween coming up? It's like in two weeks? Yeah? Anybody dressing up for Halloween? Yeah? What are you, what are you going as? What is it? Miles Morales? Should I know who that is? <laughs> I should? I'm old and I'm not cool at all. So, <laughs> is, what, what, is, what is that? What is Miles Morales? Oh, a Spider Man guy. Okay. Well, let me just say Spider Man. What about you guys? <laughs> Matt, what? Everyone's saying, what happened to Frankenstein for crying out loud? <laughs> what is it? Maleficent? Maleficent? What is that? Disney character, okay. An evil Disney character. Right on, those are the cool. Girl Thor. Oh, I like that. Do you have a hammer and everything? No? See? I remember Thor. That's one. Are you going anything? You're going to be a witch. Now, see? That's, I know that one. My mom was one. Whoa! What the? She's watching right now. I'm going to get a letter. As long as she doesn't call. I'm excited about Halloween. I always like Halloween. I like uh, seeing all the kids in the costumes and stuff. I like handing out the candy. I always secretly hope that I don't get as many kids as I have candy so that I have an excuse to eat the rest of the candy. Um, and I usually start eating the candy in September. So it's... Uh, <laughs> A little hard for that. But I used to love, uh, like, uh, you know, when I was a kid, we, we dressed up as, you know, the, the monsters or the superheroes, like Superman, things like that. It was always like the plastic mask, you know, that you would put on. You can't see or breathe, you know, and you just try to find your way. And it's not reflective at all. You just, they just threw you out in the street and you were just on your own, not breathing, not seeing, and just hoping that you brought home some candy. And our town, I grew up in a small town, and they had a, a haunted house. For the first time, 
And I remember going into that haunted house, and I was, I was just, I mean, I was, I was young, and I didn't even really know what, the haunted, what a haunted house was. All I knew is that uh, you, people were saying, you're going to get scared, you know? And so we, we go in, and I mean, with a group of kids there, and we go in, and we, the first place we go into is this, just this small room, and it has a coffin in it. And I'm thinking, wow, that's weird, you know? And the coffin slowly opens, and you hear that, you know, sound. And this Dracula comes out, and he lunges like this. And before he could do anything, the kid next to me just lost it. I mean, just, I mean, screaming and just irate. And the funny thing was, the kid was dressed as Dracula. <laughs> I, I don't know if he was worried that he was stealing his bit or what, but then he got hugged by a ghost and just taken out of there. But that was my first experience. And that is, you know, when we think of fear, sometimes we think of, of that kind of thing. You know, we think of just being scared and, and that kind of stuff. We like to, as people, we like to be scared sometimes. We love to have that adrenaline rush. We go and we see uh, either scary movies or we go on thrill rides or uh, we get married. Uh, you know, whatever the case may be. Allison's right over there. Another letter happening today. It's been two weeks since I've offended anybody. I'm taking care of everybody today, so. <laughs> There's other kinds of fear too, though. I remember when I was in high school, I was never a big sports guy. I was never very, you know, coordinated. I could not do sports. I wasn't really into it or anything like that. And, you know, when you are in gym class in high school, you know, they, they just make you do stuff. And it was a rainy day, and so we were going to run, supposed to be running around this track. I don't know why. I think they just did that to wear us out. I think that, you know, fourth period, they just, you know, the sixth period would say, could you just wear them out because I'm going to have them after you. Um, and so we couldn't do that. So what they did is they had some, um, uh, like, plastic uh, softballs, and we uh, played softball in the gym. And I was nervous about that because I can't hit, I can't throw, I mean, you name it, I can't do it. And so the best place that they put me is, uh, where do we always go? Out, outfield. And what do you do? You pray nothing happens out there, you know? You pray for them to strike out or just hit it to first base or whatever. You know, it's, it's a good seat to watch stuff, but you really want to take no part in it. And so I'm, I'm backed up as far as I can, I, I can back up there. And suddenly, some guy gets up there and just whacks it. And I see it was a red ball, and I see it coming. And it, just like in slow motion, you can just hear me going, oh, crap. You know, I just, and it's coming at me, and I did this. And just like in those TV shows, you know, I caught it with one hand. And they, they cheered, you know. And before I knew it, I went, yes! And I forgot that the wall was right there and just banged my head in the wall. And then, see, that's why I don't play sports. But that's another type of fear. We have that fear that, is, that we're, we're not going to be able to do something or that we have insecurities. We have things that, uh, that weigh us down in, in our confidence. That's a fear that we struggle with. We don't like to have that kind of fear. We like the, you know, the, the adrenaline rush and stuff. 
But this has the opposite. This slows us down. That, that type of fear can actually paralyze you and freeze you. And you look at other people when you have that type of fear, and you see everyone else as people that can accomplish things and, and do things, and, and, they're, and they're better than you. And you feel like you're not so great because you have that kind of, kind of fear. And you know, I, I think Peter had that kind of fear. Peter was a fun guy. He's one of my favorite disciples because, like me, he would say things and then think about it later. He was the guy that was always putting his foot in his mouth. He was always doing compulsive things. He was always trying to be, you know, that guy and falling on his face all the time. He, he, he apologized more than any disciple. And there he was on the boat. Jesus had been preaching with the disciples uh, to a big crowd, and they had seen some, some marvelous things. And Jesus, almost knowing, I mean, I think this guy knew what was going on a lot. And he told his disciples, um, why don't you guys go ahead and get in the boat and head out? I, I, I'm going to disperse the crowd, and, uh, and I'll just meet you guys later. And so they do that. They get into this boat, and they, they go into the lake. And the water's just a little bit rough, but they're fishermen. It's nothing that they can't handle. It's not as scary, but it's just rough. They're kind of fighting it a little bit. Meanwhile, Jesus takes the time. You know, like we take these three-minute pauses every day. Uh, Jesus did that too. That's, what, that's why that's, we do that. It's because we believe in slowing down and pausing. And Jesus took that pause because uh, they didn't know that there were donut holes there too. So he went and hogged those all to himself. No, he, he went and took the time to, to pray and to be, with him, be with, just with him and God. And that's just something that I think is so powerful for us to do. And Jesus taught by example with that. But at the meantime, the sun is going down and the boat is going out. And the guys on the boat, you know, they're kind of, they've been following Jesus for a little while. They've seen some amazing things, but they still don't know exactly what's going on with this Jesus guy. You know, they, 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 they believe in him, they want to follow him and stuff, but they, he still surprises them all the time. And so they're there, and they're just kind of wondering, you know, is he going to meet us over there, or, or does he have Uber? I mean, well, how's he going to get over to the thing there? And, and the waves start, you know, going like this a little bit. It's getting dark, and suddenly they see a figure walking on the water. Imagine what you would feel like if you saw that. Smell the bottle? Oh, I think I've had enough of that. But you would say, maybe what they said, it's a ghost. It's a, it's a spirit. It's, a, it's something. It was that, that, that adrenaline fright. It was that, that fright of the haunted house. It was that, you know, this is, you know, powerful and, and just paralyzing at the same time. And they shouted it was a ghost. And Jesus, I always think that this is the time that Jesus had one of those... Uh, sarcastic grins, you know? Jesus liked getting a rise out of people sometimes. You don't think that Jesus knew that he was going to do this when he told them to go ahead. He knew that he was just going to say, wait till tonight. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is going to be so cool. They just saw me feed a bunch of people. That ain't nothing. Wait till you see this, you know? This is, uh, this is not even something, you know, 
this is a miracle that is a beyond miracle. It's a, it's a weird, you know, this is, this is the, the, the magic trick moment that Jesus does. And you know he's doing it just to get a rise out of him, just to say, watch this. And so I picture him just kind of smiling at his guys and saying, it's just me, you know. I'm just walking on the water. You, see, you know, just look at this. What, I'm, what am I doing here? I'm just walking on the water here. And they are like, you know, amazed. Peter, the one that speaks first, thinks later, is like a kid. And his first thing is, wow, if you can do that, can I do that? I want to do that. I've never walked on the water before. This is great. I've never even taken a shower before. This is wonderful. And he says, Jesus, can I, if, can you, if, you, if it's you, let me walk on the water too. Could you? Would you? And so Jesus just smiles and says, come on. Note what he did there. He didn't say, I'll come get you. He didn't say, uh, I will give you the power. He didn't go into this trance. You know, he didn't become this angelic figure. He just said, come on. And so Peter gets out, takes that, what do you think that first step would be like? Wow. And it's, he's walking. And he's moving and he's seeing Jesus. And he's just spellbound, the fact that he is walking on the water. And for that split second, he's in complete joy. And then he starts to notice the reality. He starts to look around him and he sees waves. Peter had been a fisherman for a long time. He knows that waves were not something that you usually walked on. And starts to think to him, wait a minute, I can't do this. I can't do this. This is not, this does not make sense. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not able to do this. And so what happens is he starts to sink. You know, sometimes I wonder if it was a fast sink, if it was like, uh, I always picture it like in the cartoons when Elmer Fudd runs off the cliff and he's in midair until he realizes that he's in midair and then he falls. I kind of picture Peter doing the same thing. But Jesus reaches up and just grabs him. And I think that's when Jesus just smiles and says, you of little faith, why, why didn't you believe that you could do this? And he carries Peter into the boat, the winds calm, and they, they go about their business. And the business that they go about is going to the next place where the miracles are not so much about a magic trick anymore. It's about Jesus doing what he does best, and that is healing people, welcoming people, allowing the strangers to come to him, allowing people to be in his presence and feel loved. How many times have we felt like Peter where we have been able to take a step, but before we can take that next one, we start to think about the what-ifs, the waves, the doubt, the things that we can't do, those insecurities that plague us. How many times has that stopped us or even sunk us? How many times has that prevented us from achieving something that we always wanted to achieve? 
The lesson here, just like when Jesus prayed by himself, it was a lesson of example. The lesson of example here is so important because it wasn't Jesus saying, I'm going to do this for you. It wasn't Jesus saying, uh, let me grab you. What Jesus was saying is, you want to walk like me? Come on. At that moment, it was Christ telling Peter, you can do this. You can do this. This is not anything of a uh, supernatural. This is just, you can do this. How many times is Jesus saying that to you? And how many times do we not listen because we're seeing the waves or the what ifs or we're paralyzed because of the fear that we can't when Christ is saying, you can. Just come on. Just come on. Today, fear is something that is so common, it's hard to, it's hard to look anywhere without being afraid. <laughs> you look at the headlines. You look at uh, just the things going on around you. And there's some frightening stuff. And there's a lot of people that are really making a profit off of that fear. There's a lot of people that are making their living by putting things on your social media page or on your news page telling you you should be afraid. And a lot of times they're doing it in the name of Jesus. They're saying, if you're a Christian, you should be afraid. They're coming after your children. They're coming after your faith. They're coming after your Jesus. You should be afraid. You should watch for all of those waves that are coming up on you because they're going to take everything away in the name of Christ. But I want to remind you that didn't happen with Jesus and Peter. Jesus said to the disciples, don't be afraid. One of the things that Jesus said the most was, do not be afraid. And one of the things that Jesus said to Peter is, you can do this. You can walk like me. And the example he gave of, you really want to walk like Jesus? It's not about protecting. It's not about fearing. It's not about barring the door. Barring? Barring the door? What is the word? Barge? Thank you. You're preaching next week. Barging the door. It's about the example that Jesus gave as soon as they hit land. It was about being there with people about loving people, about breaking down the walls, about welcoming others, about loving people. That's walking like Jesus. And you know what the cool thing is about that? Sometimes we still are afraid. Sometimes we do look at things, and it is fearful. And sometimes we do get some doubts. And there's another... Lesson by example there. It happened to Peter. And what did Jesus say? I got you. I got you. He's not going to let us go. 
He's not going to say, well, you, you made the wrong decision, so you're doomed. He's going to say, I got you. Have faith. And keep walking with me. Keep walking with me. Would you pray with me? Loving, loving God, help us to see beyond our, our own insecurities, to see beyond uh, the things that freeze us in our traps. Help us to take our fear and turn it into something else, to turn it into faith, to, to, to lean on you, to, to walk with you, to walk like you. Help us to be brave enough to say hello to our neighbor. Help us to be brave enough to step out and say, uh, I can do this. Help us to stand up for people that are being oppressed. Help us to stand up for ourselves. Help us to have the courage to feed the hungry, to clothe the, the, the naked, to home the needy. Help us to have the courage to step beyond our comfort zones and to truly, with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, love you, love ourselves, and love our neighbor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.